Hello, our friend. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. And how are you? We are well, thank you. Do you come in the love and the light of the Infinite One Creator? I do. Do you also? We do as well. Very good. Thank you. Do you have a topic that you would like to discuss today? We don't have anything uh, specific to discuss. We know that we have sort of um, uh, guided our chats over our previous uh, interactions, and we thought perhaps you would have you have some things that perhaps you would like to explore this on your afternoon. I do. I would like to begin a discussion to provide our listener or reader with an overview, overview of the evolutionary process and creation. And I thought a good way to do that would be to discuss and explore the concept of self. And I would suggest on my limited, from my limited perspective, that we possibly begin with the origination of the concept of self with the creation of what I have learned to call, what you would refer to, I think, as eighth density, as the creator as the subject, and descend down through the densities from there. Would that be satisfactory? Yes, yes, this would be fine in our opinion. Yes, this is a good place to start. Okay. As, as we have stated before, there are many different channeled sources or, or quotes or people that are of your spiritual sort of leaders or mentors that have described different levels of, of densities. We know that the, the raw group spoke of eight densities and we speak of nine. And as we've stated before, it's not necessarily the, the numbering system that, that is of vital importance, but rather the flow between all of the different densities. And so therefore they're delineated into number ranges as a way to categorize things and to make it a little uh, a little simpler to kind of uh, understand the evolutionary process as you have uh, grades in your school systems, same within your business models, you have the, the inter you know the, the, the new individual, then you have the intermediate managers, upper level managers, CEO, CFO, et cetera. There's different uh, grades of things. And so the same applies to densities. Now, for the most part, the, the density descriptions are, are accurate. They are obviously representation, and there are certain categories and, and framework that fits in with each density. We refer to nine densities, and ninth to, uh, to from our perspective, ninth density refers to the creator in and of itself. Complete, whole, there is no, absolutely no uh, separation whatsoever from itself. And so from our, that is our perspective. Now, from the raw perspective, they consider eighth density to be completion as well, where there is complete unification with the creator. However, in the eighth density, you still have a minor separation from the creator, which is why we create the delineation from eighth into ninth. So ninth is ultimate completion, eighth about just minuscule in your perception, minuscule away from ultimate coalescence with the creator, but there's still that little uh, distinction that still there's a small amount of distraction, as minute as it might be, but there is still a, a small minute distraction away from the creator uh, being complete in and of itself as one. Does this make sense? It does, yes. So this is this is what this is sort of our uh, the technical terminology of different, you know, technical terms, but in the grand scheme of things, that the process is all the same and you can delineate it into different segments, different densities and, and the lower densities, they are delineated in such a fashion because there is such a dramatic difference between first density, second density, third density, fourth. There are dramatic differences between those. And as you go up in the densities, those differences tend to become less and less as more unification begins to occur. Does this make sense? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so that's sort of the, the overview from where we are explaining our point of view and the whole uh, creation of the self insofar as what we are assuming to be uh, your wanting more information in regarding the, the separation from the creator down to the individual self. Is this, what, is this what the inquiry that you are wishing to pursue? Well, yes, but more a little bit more, I, I would perceive it to be a little bit more expansive than that. We've talked in the past about the, the different minds, and we've talked 
in some detail about first, second, third, and fourth density, but we've not really discussed anything above the fourth density. And I think I know based upon how my learning has gone, it was extremely helpful to me to understand to the extent possible how the creator as the subject, the eighth density, came about. And we've identified that all subsequent densities to the eighth density are fractals of the eighth density. And so my perspective is that essentially what the eighth density does, the creation of the eighth density, creates the first perception of self as autonomous from the creator, which is the function of free will to my understanding. And then subsequently that increase, uh, as the densities decline down to first density, that perception of separation, that autonomous presence increases, which creates subsequent multitudes of perceptions of self. But I also have speculated without affirmation that the eighth density is not a one and done process, that the concept of manyness was introduced, which to my thinking would be something that would be the creation of eighth, eighth and eighth density entity would be replicated many times because it would provide, no matter how minute, a different perspective for the creator to learn of itself. Is that accurate? Can you address that, the, mul the multiplicity of creators of the subject? Yes, eighth density is sort of a, shall we say, for lack of a better term, sort of an offshoot from the creator, from our perspective. So you have the ultimate one creator, and then the gret, then that just the minor separation is, from our perspective, what we would call eighth density, which, which separates sort of fragments itself into the different characteristics of the one creator. Mm -hmm. So, and then from that eighth density, then the creation further evolves from there, further and further separation, if you will, further and further free will is afforded to each subsequent density below that particular eighth density creator being, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Yes. But the eighth, the, the creator is the subject, the eighth density, uh, they're, they're, to your perspective, are there a multitude of uh, processes that create a multitude of eight densities, each creating a subsequent creation? Or is there one eighth density that is simply diversified? There are, there are just, for relatively speaking, there are just a few eighth densities that are created from the ninth density that are given free reign or they're given the autonomy within their particular specialty. And so from there, the diversification occurs. But the eighth density itself does not fractalize into bazillions of different parts, if that's what you're inferring. Well, but there are, again, getting back to the, per, the concept of self, mm -hmm. each creation of a creator as the subject would all be of equivalent density, but there would be, I would think, the opportunity for minute differences or uniqueness with each eighth density creation, uh, participant in eighth density creation. And my question is, is there a, a variety, uh, however many, few, fewer or many, more than one creator as the subject? So from an eighth, so from an eighth density offshoot, are there multiples that come off of that one eighth density? No, I understand that there are, yes, yes. but uh, duplication of the process that created the eighth density entity, the the creator as the subject. In other words, within that that dimension, as defined of eighth density, the more than one creators as the subject that subsequently created a creation according to its perspective of self, its yes. uniqueness. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes, its own uniqueness 
is concentrated, so to speak. And then from there, as more free will is, is uh, provided, then the more diversification comes from that particular one sort of focal point. Okay. The creator is the, the object being the focal point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And my understanding from the uh, raw material and my own communications with my higher self, the process of creation was prepared by the creator as the object becoming aware Mm -hmm. and realizing or becoming aware of the desire to know itself by experiencing itself. Yes. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay. And with that objective, projected two concepts, the concept of infinity and the concept of intelligence. And these remained parallel and within, and that created the environment for the projection of free will, which created the possibility for the, the creator as the subject. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Now, now you said infinity and intelligence, yes? From that's the my understanding, yes. Yes, infinity has always been there. It's the intelligence that's added to it. Okay. Infinity is not, is not new. Infinity has always been there, but it's the... This might sound a bit of a, an oxymoron. The idea of intelligence being projected into infinity, that, that is sort of the first offshoot, if you will. Infinity is always there. That's never, there's nothing to contemplate there as far as the creator goes. That's just there. And then the intelligence is sort of the gift that's added to the infinity, if that makes sense. Okay. What, how would you, uh, you know, we've talked about the necessity of defining terms in the past, so there's commonality of understanding. Mm-hmm. How would you define intelligence at, at that level? At that particular level? Uh-huh. It is, is intelligence is an all-knowing of everything, obviously. It's, it's a knowing, but the infinity is the existing. The, the infinity is something that doesn't have to be contemplated or formulated. It's already there. It's just, it just is. It's, it's nothing that even has to be considered. But it's still conceptual, is it not? It is, it, it is conceptual, but it is, a, it is a concept that doesn't have to be weeded through or, or disseminated from the creator. It's just there. It's the intelligence that the creator decided to project, to begin to separate from itself. Infinity is always there. The intelligence is always there. But it's the intelligence that was delineated out a little bit just because you have to have intelligence in order to recognize yourself. And so the intelligence was sort of sort of given as a gift to sort of get the ball rolling. So the infinity is always there. That's that's not going to change. You're not going to, the creator isn't just going to say, okay, uh, third density, I'm going to give you infinity. That doesn't make sense. The infinity is there regardless of the density. That That is a constant that does not change. It does not grow or shrink, but intelligence does. You see the, the difference? The infinity is the all-encompassing environment. Is that Yes, 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 yes. Intelligence will vary, but the infinity is a constant. Right, but but that is the environment for all of what we're we're talking about. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes, yes. It's the intelligence that varies. It's always there, but we talk about oh, so much intelligence in this density, that density, on and on and on. But the infinity is a constant. It does not change. It's always there. It, it, It. Let us rephrase this. The infinity cannot be manipulated like the intelligence can and has been. Okay. If that makes sense. Okay. Which would coincide with it being an all-encompassing. Yes. Yeah. So the, back to our question of intelligence. Mm-hmm. What, what, what is your perspective of intelligence at this level? All information? Because my what I have gleaned, and again, I'm asking for correction as well as elaboration, that intelligence for for our ability to understand is a combination of awareness and information. Yes. Is that a reasonable definition yes, of it? Yes, yes, that is, yes, that is a, a, as accurate as you could get in this density explanation, yes. Okay, all right. And from the creator as the subject mm-hmm. begins the fractalization of spirit. Really? Is it not? Yes, it is. And spirit is a combination of intelligence and infinity. Okay. Which gives us the environment of intelligent infinity. Yes. Okay. And this is a intelligent infinity is for our ability to understand, again, an energy? Yes, everything's energy. Okay. All right. 
and and the beginning of consciousness with the creation of the the creator as the subject that begins consciousness so everything within conscious within creation including the creator as the subject is consciousness yes every everything is consciousness yes everything everything every little minute thing down to a grain of sand as you've heard in many of your texts in the past it's it's all consciousness that it's all it's all one and the same it's just different verbiage sort of for the same overall idea mm-hmm. of consciousness is is everything it's a combination of intelligence and infinity it's just the infinity doesn't change it's the intelligence that varies throughout the densities okay so the creator as the subject has a percep- perception of self autonomous from the creator as the object is that correct? To a degree, yes. To a degree, yes. So, uh, by our comparisons, minute, yes, but very still, minute. yes, yes. If you uh, would like, yes, relatively it, speaking, it's the same concept of separation. Yes. Okay, and from that eighth density, from the creator as the subject, mm-hmm. begins additional fractalization of consciousness. Yes. Which is facilitated by the increased intoxication of free will. Yes, by free will, but also the level of intelligence that's afforded to each density from there. So the level of intelligence that is afforded gets distorted by the amount of free will that's afforded as well. So therefore, you, you as you could descend through the densities, you create an infinite array of possibilities of existence within that particular realm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, uh, but again, intelligence being a combination of awareness with information, mm-hmm. so what I'm understanding from that is as the free will intoxication increases, descending mm-hmm. through the densities, that you're uh, modifying by limiting awareness and consequently the information, because of the limitations of awareness, also become limited. Yes. Is that correct? Yes, 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 yes. Yes, all of these things are, are sort of metered as you sort of descend through the densities for a reason because you without without awareness, a vast amount of intelligence doesn't make sense. It is misused, it is misunderstood, it is misrepresented. It becomes distorted in ways that are very destructive as you have seen in your previous um, journeys along the evolutionary path. And the destruction of planets and things of that nature will keep it on a, on a level that people can relate to. So again, so the intelligence is metered based upon the awareness, which is afforded in a limited sort of range that we spoke of. And that higher level of intelligence is only afforded or readily available to those that have the awareness to access it, as we spoke before, recognize it, utilize it, make sense of it, and then proceed forward with it if they choose. Mm-hmm. But it's very it's very restrictive. It's there. It's always there. It's just the availability of an individual being able to perceive it is very limited. We'll right. say it that way. Yes. Right. What all of all of the descending densities mm-hmm. is uh, results in a fractalization of our ability to experience the fullness of the creator. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, because again, as you descend through the densities, the, the awareness and the, the, the physical vehicle that the individual is taking that journey through can only is limited by how much it can um, physically tolerate mm-hmm. vibrationally. Uh, it, it is very limited by its surroundings, by its environment, by its planet that it may it co- you know coexist on. And so all of those things really restrict the amount of information that come in for a reason, for a reason, so that you stay focused on where you are, the task at hand, in order to advance to the next level. Okay. But the, again, uh, with, um, possibly explaining uh, for our listeners uh, what you're uh, expressing to us, the purpose of creation, again, is important to maintain an understanding of that all of this is, uh, all of this fractalization of consciousness, the purpose of it is so that the one infinite creator might know itself by exploring itself, and each of these fractalizations allows the creator to explore itself more completely at each of these 
layers of consciousness. Is that correct? Yes. It's almost, uh, we'll, we'll phrase it in these terms. It's almost as if the creator is pushing itself as far away as possible to see how far away it can really get before it realizes that it needs to come back. Mm-hmm. And that sort of is sort of the, the, shall we use the term gist of the whole creator's objectives to see how far can I push myself away so far enough away to see how far can I really go away from myself before I relieve you know I give so much of myself out there and just see how far it can go before it recoils back to me okay that's another way of saying exploring the outer limits of infinity isn't it yes and and intelligence infinity is there that's regardless of the whole thing the infinity doesn't change it's the intelligence how far can i push that intelligence out there infinity is is it it's rather static it doesn't change okay infinity doesn't change what changes is what you put into it and so the intelligence goes out and of course now it's all distorted it's sort of all over the place so to speak the further down the 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 densities you go it's very distorted all over the place so it's kind of like how far out can i go before i begin to bring myself back how mm-hmm. far can how how much of myself can i how much of my free will can i relinquish before i i find out about myself that this is this is wow that's as far as i can go i don't know until i try mm-hmm. and it's so we use this sort of in a, in a metaphor to somebody's own life how far can you push yourself before enough is enough kind of right. thing so we put it in those terms just to explain to the reader and or listener in terms that, that they can apply to their own daily life so the creator is is in a very generalized way putting itself the infinity doesn't change it's always there it's the intelligence how much of my intelligence can i put out there how far can it get distorted before it becomes almost uh, completely unrecognizable that I have to turn around and come back. Okay. All right. Seventh density is a fractal of eighth density. Mm -hmm. And seventh density begins participating in what we previously discussed as the 64 platform levels of creation. Mm -hmm. And within seventh density we've also talked about the inherent characteristics of the creator becoming delineated and my understanding that for words that we would recognize those in, inherent characteristics are awareness love wisdom unity and stillness Is that correct yes okay the function of seventh density the image has been given to me is that seventh density essentially weaves as if these inherent characteristics are a basket and seventh density uniquely weaves these inherent characteristics into a new concept a new basket which for the one infinite creator provides diversified perspective of its inherent characteristics is that accurate? And if so, can you elaborate on that a little bit? We would say that the delineation of the characteristics of the, the creator actually begins in eighth density from our perspective. Okay. It is it is the, the initial offshoot of the creator of itself giving that intelligence in a limited format, but a big chunk in eighth density. And then from eighth density, it's given a seventh, which further delineates that basket representation that you had said. But it, 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 the precursor to that seventh density is the eighth density that is given that lump of that particular characteristic. And then they, fo- then they forward it to the seventh density. Okay. Within seventh density, does seventh density function as social memory complexes or a social memory complex? Or is it less structured and more unified it is it's it's sort of a a big social memory complex they're not individualized but they're beginning to form their own group they're all still a one they're all still one unit basically if that makes sense they're all still one like eighth density is relatively one whole unit one whole uh, social memory complex seventh density is the same way but it's beginning to to develop personality we'll we'll use that for a lack of a better term it's beginning to to hone in on its own particular characteristic so it's beginning to just slightly separate 
in seventh density and then each seventh density sort of weaves its own basket but they're all sort of weaving together if that makes sense we mm -hmm. don't really know how to put this into words but it's all it's all one social memory complex but they're just now starting to kind of come up in their own little neighborhood but they all still interact now are you speaking of seven the consciousness as it descends within the the dimensions of seventh density or as it is evolving back to the creator we're speaking of it as it coming because you we you spoke as it's, of it's descending as it's descending process. yes as it's descending so you have eighth and then the seventh it's it's all social memory complex but it's starting to develop its own little neighborhood with its own characteristic and then from there they all sort of blend together insofar as how they want to further disseminate that characteristic but you don't lose all those characteristics don't become individually defined yet but they're beginning to as they start to sort of weave together that basket example that you that you um, spoke of. Okay, so you're describing the process of returning consciousness. In other words, beginning at the lower dimensions of the density and evolving back. That they, they, they form this uh, still a multitude of social memory complexes that aren't clearly, as clearly defined as in sixth density. Right. And they're consolidating their autonomy into greater unity with the one infinite creator as they evolve upwards toward our perspective wise uh, towards the creator yes yes but also the true but it's also true of how they descend that's how that's how you get more diversification within six within fifth fourth third etc so, so the, the flow so the flow through down. seven density is both forward towards the creator and outward it's, it's well it's usually always outward for the most part, well, initially in creation, it is outward. You have to have sort of, we'll use your terms, even though it's, it's sort of arbitrary. You have to have a starting point. And so from that seventh density, they start to weave together down into six. And then six becomes a very large social memory complex. And then they begin, they're their own creator beings. And then they begin their own creations from there on out and send subsequently down the line. Okay. All right. That's very helpful. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And... From seventh density, we have additional fractalization of uh, consciousness to create sixth density. Mm -hmm. And sixth density, as you have expressed in previous conversation, is the broadest and most diverse density. Yes, and, and the reason being is because it has to be the most thoughtful. Because if you consider what comes next after sixth density, which is fifth, you become, start to become a little more solidified as a physical being you become a little more individualized. So it has to be a much more a thoughtful um, considerations for all possibilities as you inject more free will because you you have the potential to create some just very, very different scenarios that are not anticipated because of the level of free will that is beginning to be distributed. So it's a much more lengthy density to exist in, much more learning trial and errors, but there is much more consideration and consulting, sort of like a like a, a roundtable discussion. I'm thinking about doing this. What do y'all think kind of thing? We're just speaking very general, but there's much more consideration in what goes into creating fifth because they know that the level of awareness is going to decrease significantly and the amount of free will is going to increase as well. And so the potential for... Um, things to go one way versus another is quite it becomes quite well it becomes higher but risky so there's a lot of thoughtful consideration that goes into that next creation of fifth and and on so forth and so on and so forth and down from there yes and yeah. so on and so forth because the 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 seeing or the knowing of okay well, i'm going to create this and i believe 90 percent of it's going to go down this path and 10% might go this way. Well, you lessen that as you go down because you don't know because now you're giving free will to a greater and greater and greater number of fractalizations of different peoples. And, and you don't, autonomous, autonomous perceiving units. Yes. Okay. So my understanding of sixth density is very limited, yes. but I understand that in sixth density, a, uh, a number of distortions are created. And it's with these distortions that the uh, consciousness below participates within different combinations of distortions and in, in inherent characteristics in order to create the uniqueness of their experience. But my understanding is that these distortions essentially 
become uh, archetypes of the creator in six density and the upper half or upper portion of six density is not uh, these distortions don't exist as archetypes in the upper dimensions of six density is that correct yeah they don't need that they don't need that type of roadmap they're they're past that okay all right and the we've discussed our nine star systems that we the universe that we participate in is a nine star system and the distortions that we can uh, that we um, share is an intensification of the perception of separation motion and unconsciousness yes plus free will yes and free will but there are others my understanding is that they're including the inherent characteristics and free will there's 32 different um, archetypes is that correct in other um, universes or no just the just the archetypes from which universes are made in other words these are the 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 mix and match archetypes that create are used to create other universes yes yes they're, they're all they're all relatively the same concepts they're just delineated differently they're split up differently they might be bifurcated a little bit more in one versus another but they're all essentially the same but the way that they're mixed and matched can vary dramatically from one sort of universe to the next yes right yes but these but the distortions are created from the inherent characteristics in other words one of the yes, yes. Mm -hmm. one yes, of the yes. inherent characteristics being stillness and that is distorted to provide us with the concept of motion yes yes right. yes and, and 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 it's we'll use this analogy it's similar to cooking you say use a cup oh we'll use a cup oh i'll use a cup and a half it's the same thing it's just more here less there but it's the same product it's the same mm -hmm. starting point it's just delineated into different amounts creating different recipe, recipes, recipes from the same ingredients. Right, yes, yes. Okay. And sixth density, seventh density, and eighth density uh, are considered to be, in my understanding, creator being densities because of their function in creation, as well as their own exploration and experience. Yes, yes. Eighth density is a little more focused on their own sort of wholeness and, and, and returning back to the creator they've sort of done their part they've experienced all of all of their creatorness and learnings and trials and errors as they've created from sixth and seventh density to get to where they are now so so they're sort of assimilating all of these eons of experience that they've participated in helped create and learning from that so their focus once they get to eighth density is kind of been there done that i've learned everything i need to learn what i did wrong what i did right went back and fixed it now i'm ready to reunify so that's where they are in eighth density. So they 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 still created. So seventh density is is doing something similar, but sixth density is still vacillating between the two. They're still creating fifth and learning what they're doing there, but yet they're still learning as with all densities, the 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 attributes and and the skill that they need in order to advance to the next density. Mm -hmm. okay. So that's why sixth density takes so long, and that's why it's so vast because of the amount of responsibility that they take on because they're they're at the end of their experiential densities and they're creating the experiential density so they have all that knowledge of what they have experienced and so now they're trying to to recreate that or, or generate a new way of doing things so they that's a big responsibility but then they also have the responsibility of incorporating everything that they have created and all the the good things and the bad things that have come of that sort of re you know going through all of that consolidating that and then presenting that to seventh density and working their way up that way to the next task okay so they're uh they have a day job and plus a family yes and a cat and a cat <laughs> and a cat okay and an automobile <laughs> with with well no not really but Okay. Yes. But yes, you, but, you get the idea. But in yes. sixth density, concept the perception of self mm -hmm. is greatly reduced in the lower dimensions and continues yes. to be amalgamated into a much broader perception of self, but doesn't really dissipate uh, until seventh density is that correct that's correct and also you have to remember too as we've spoken about third density newbies compared to the the third density sort of ready to graduate the differences between there mm -hmm. that is that is the same with sixth density only it's a little it, it can be a little more intense but because they have transitioned through fifth density and they have the wisdom 
So they've learned all the way up through wisdom. They've acquired all of that. And then when they get to sixth density, they have all of these things. And so now they're still, they're still graduating from learning about wisdom. So now the next task, insofar as creating new experiential forms or varieties, they also have the wisdom, almost not quite, but just about 100% to sort of look at everything and, and sort of work through all of that and process all of that. Okay, I'm no longer in any way really physical so to speak of but yet now I have to now I have the opportunity to create more and reflect upon what I have created and 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 things of that so that that is in that regard that is their individuality that still persists on a very small small level they're trying to now that they have all this wisdom they're trying to grasp everything that they have created and and done and 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 all these wonderful things that have occurred and and all of this so they're sort of wrapping their brains around all of that mm-hmm. to come to terms with all of that and to really well lack of a better internalize it and release it so that they can go on to become one and to digest like, it digest it yes and to let it all go to just say okay i did all these things wow but on a very small level and then j- there's just that little bit of free will like oh if i could just do that if i just thought of that so then all of that goes away because now they have the wisdom to realize okay you know we'll use uh, rather simple terms i did the best i could this is what came of it this is what i've learned of it i have the best intentions i'm you know this that and the other and so, of course, everybody supports one another, but it's just that little when they first get there kind of thing that they got to let all that go, and then they can move on okay. from there. So while they while they retain this perception of self, mm-hmm. no matter how small or large within the density, yes, the motivation is pervasive that yes. they are exploring themselves by experiencing themselves. Yes, yes, to a degree, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the realization that they... That they are actually exploring themselves as a creator becomes far more apparent so that the need for I need to explore myself becomes rather silly it becomes rather well why am I no none of it makes sense why why would I focus on the me anymore it doesn't make any sense because they realize that all along the focus has always been teaching the creator or presenting to the creator but that doesn't really solidify until they have that wisdom acquired that all of the other characteristics sort of consolidated as far as it can get to realize oh i've done all the whole time it's all been about the creator not me oh my gosh and so then when they get that well i don't need to hold on to this anymore that's silly what was i thinking kind of thing i mean we'll just use really simplistic terms but that's sort of the gist of it okay with that perception of self mm-hmm. and uh, creates that that ability to uniquely explore yes and provide that diversity yes. to fulfill the the purpose of creation yes yes and see so at that point they realize it's very paradoxical because they wouldn't have done all these things you you will get there as well you wouldn't have done all these things if you had known it was all for the creator in the first place you would have known well why would i bother but once you get to that point then you realize oh this is why oh well me individual whomever i was or is or I never was anyways. I never was any of that. I never was a me. I've always been creator. I've always been the one creator. It's just a, a backward reflection of myself that I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay. from that perspective, and it and, and there is humor along the way. You get to that point and you think, oh my gosh, how many eons? And wow, wow, okay. <laughs> you sort of think, hmm, if I had known that then, but see, if you had known what you know now, then, then all of this, wouldn't, you wouldn't have learned anything. So, Or as much. Well, the intensity uh, pr- yes. provides us with the opportunity to yes. learn. Yes, yes, it does. Yes, it does. And so the, the, this perception of self provides the intensity that we need in order to explore beyond the obvious limits. Yes. Yes, and you realize that you were never a you to begin with. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's sort of, there's always humor in creation. There, all, there always is. We know many uh, of the channeled sources and the spiritual readings are very, you know, oh, this, no, no, it's really, you know, there's humor in everything. And, and we, we know we tend to be very didactic and a little dry at times. So we try to introduce humor here and there. Like for this, we're not making fun of Sixth Sense by any means. It's a very, it's a very dramatic transition. It's a very blissful one. It's a very joyful one, but it's also a very 
kind of a relief and then it's a everything kind of comes together at that point and then things become really clear oh wow I get it now you know where you don't have that awareness until you get to that particular density and you can talk about it try to think about it all you want but again because you're in third density you are limited by those parameters of the amount of intelligent infinity that is available to you because that is not your focus right now your focus is not to constantly be well, when I get to six density, this is what it's going to be. No, you need to focus on right here, right now. That will come. That, that's fine. That's down the road. You're here now for a reason. You're here now to learn about things, learn about interacting with others and yourself and the environment and, and grow from there and grow awareness from there and enjoy it. Enjoy where you are. Many people say, oh, I don't ever want to reincarnate. Oh, uh, I don't ever want to commit. But the purpose is to enjoy what you are. This is tactile. You have a body. It's it's such a it's such a gift that it's it's just taken um, from our perspective very callously. I mean, it it is it is really a, a treat to be able to to have sensation and to feel things and to to touch something or someone and to feel that interaction because that's not always going to be the case. And so there's a reason why you're in this oh, big heavy body that many people refer to it as for a reason to appreciate that level of this density, you know, and it's, it's uncomfortable. We understand this and it's uncomfortable and you have to do things and it requires a lot of maintenance and all of that, but that's all part of the learning of responsibility so that once you learn how to do all that and care for that, then you can go on it and accept greater responsibility as you go up the densities because you've learned this. Oh, okay. If I'm going to create six density, if I'm going to create something, these are all the things I need to consider. Mm-hmm. So it becomes much more of a learning. And so again, it's sort of the creator saying, how far out can I project my intelligence to see when it, when is it a kind of a, enough is enough? How far can it go? How far can I get away from myself before I realize how far I've really drifted out there mm-hmm. and just and just see what can be created along the way. Okay. All right, the um, moving into fifth density and I have learned to care to group third, fourth, and fifth density as the experiential densities, and you've qualified my understanding that all experiences are experiential, but my understanding is the intensity of experiencing in third, fourth, and fifth is most dramatic because of the limitations of awareness? Because of the limitations of awareness, but also because of the physical vehicle that you are presiding in. Okay. Which keeps you very grounded and focused. And another reason why that you have physical bodies is to keep you grounded and to essentially keep you focused on you as an individual. Mm-hmm. Because without this physical body, there would be no need to focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. So you see the great differences that you observe in yourself and one another and you begin to learn about somebody else because... Because in this level, you have the awareness to recognize differences because of the way you look, the way you feel, which is why we say the tactile is, is such an important feature of this density to learn from. Because it, it's not just the looking and the talking to, but it, it's the touching and the feeling and the eating food and, and going into sunshine and then the cold and, and, and things of that nature. So it's learning about all of these things. And, and how do you take care of your own body? Because when you become a creator being, again, these are things that need to be considered. Mm-hmm. So it's just one more element of when you become a creator being to consider not only, yes, the free will, yes, the mindset, things of that, but also the physical, what type of vehicle do you want to create in order for the creator to learn more of itself in what type of fashion and what type of environment. Okay. So, so this is why it's a very crucial learning density because all of those elements are, 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 you have to address it no matter what. It's one of those things that you can't get away from. You have to, you have a body, you have, it'll get hungry. It will get sick. It will get tired. It will get, it will age. It will do all these things. You have to pay attention to it. You can't just say, oh, well, I'm going to put my body in the closet for a while and just go float around in spirit. You can't really, well, some people can, but not all the time. <laughs> We're making, not the design. We're making a joke. Our, yeah. our, our, our instrument is, is of high vibration this afternoon. Well, good. For, for good. <laughs> Lots of, she's, she's learning. She's learning, um, the, the, the beauty of maintaining a high vibration and, and even though her thoughts drift, she's learning to sort of bring it back and focus and stay in that vibration. And so she in and of herself is learning, even though we've told her numerous times as of you and, and also yes. through listening. But but you have to do it yourself. So 
So we digress. But in any event, this is why that you have a physical body to pay attention, to keep you grounded, to keep you focused on the here and now and to understand that you can't just forget about it, which is why people get caught up in your, your drugs and addictive things. And we spoke of this our last chat to kind of get away from that, but you can't because the ramifications can be pretty severe. Mm-hmm. And then you have to do it again and again until you figure it out. Right. But fifth density is comprised of uh, a multitude of social memory complexes that yes. each still have uh, members, participants, mm-hmm. with a significant perception of autonomy compared to sixth density. Is that correct? Yes, fairly fairly significant. We, we would say moderately significant, but n- nothing overly dramatic. Maybe initially in the initial stages of fifth density, but once they get to the end, a lot of that has been released. But mm-hmm. they're still stuck in that fifth density. Mm-hmm. They just they can see beyond the limitations of the fifth density as they get ready to six. Same same in your density, you can see beyond the third density limitations when you're ready to transition to fourth. It's it's no different in each density. It's the same. Right. It's kind of like oh, I got to repeat this again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Next. Okay. When can I move on? But you're st- still. See, you don't move on until you are spiritually ready to accept the challenges and the the responsibilities of the next density. You you cannot make that transition until you are truly ready to accept those responsibilities. Because with each density comes a tremendous amount of, of responsibility just in a very different, different way. And a whole new curriculum. Yes, yes, that's one way to put it, yes. It's a whole new curriculum. Okay. And um, moving into fourth density, fourth density, we talked about being a, a significant density because it's healing the foibles of third density, but transitioning from the uh, authenticity of the individual self to form a social memory complex, which is a larger organism that we become a part of. Is that correct? Yes, yes. In fourth density, you you see the limitations in others, but you become less judgmental of them. Okay. So therefore, a lot of the limitations that you face in third, such as your wars and your your difficulties with ideologies and, and, and how people look and speak and dress, all of those become, you recognize them, but they're not as significant. They're not as important because you see beyond that, that that's, yes, that's a nice costume you're wearing. But I know that that's, that's not what we're here to focus on. Whereas in third density, that's sort of the... the the awareness level that you're at is, oh, I noticed this. Well, why do I notice that? And so you begin to sort of recognize one another, not necessarily appreciate one another, but in fourth density, you recognize one another, but you realize that you're more similar and you can appreciate one another beyond the constraints of the language, the skin color, the everything else. And people mm-hmm. in your density do have this capability and they speak about it often. However, when you look in the population, this is maybe spoken of on a day-to-day basis, but it's not being very demonstrative. It's not being very, you know, it's, it's not noticeable, shall we say, on a day-to-day interaction with the majority of your people. It's not distinguishable within the population. Well, if everybody looks the same, there's no reason for it to be. But right. if you go beyond those restraints, then yes, it, it becomes quite apparent. Um, and difficult for people to to sort of get beyond that. Mm-hmm. And in fourth density, you, you do see those differences, but it's not as important. It doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, you put your shoes on the same way I do, or you, you still need to eat, I still need to eat, you might eat this type of spice, I might eat this type of spice. It doesn't matter. We both need to eat. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then <clears throat> down into third density is where our perception of self is most intense. We have an individual body that we incarnate into, Mm-hmm. And for all intent and purposes, on within our population, are completely un- completely unaware of our simultaneous existence of a metaphysical self with our incarnate self. Yes, and what we would we would suggest too another alternate perspective is second density is really quite um, autonomous in and of itself. You know, they they don't. They don't really recognize the value of uh, of a of a of a being different from their own, such as a fox doesn't recognize the value of, let's say, an insect. Mm-hmm. Although that insect provides some, you know, some other means for the fox, or they don't understand that that interaction, the importance of that. Whereas in third density, you do. So in second density, they are a little more isolated, autonomous, because they don't okay. recognize the dependence that they have upon one another. Whereas in third density, you do, but it's that doggone ego that won't admit that, yes, I need you and you need me. So that's that's the big hurdle here. But the recognition of 
being autonomous is not greater in third density. It's greater in second density because they don't okay. have the awareness to recognize that they need one another, so to speak. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't have any more questions. This has been great. Yeah, so we have we have delighted in speaking with you again. We know that our instrument has been quite uh, busy with some um, other daily um, focuses and, and needs that we spoke of the physical mm-hmm. aspects yeah. of, of, of making uh, your money and to get food and things of that nature. So, mm-hmm. but we appreciate this time and it was, it was again, delightful to speak with you. And um, if you have other questions, we will address them uh, next time we get to chat. Sounds wonderful. Okay. You Thank enjoy. you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Chatting with the Arcturians. And I wanted to bring to your attention some books that we've written that would help expand your understanding of the material that the Arcturians are discussing. The first is called Enlightenment, Plain and Simple. It's available on Amazon. It's a relatively short book that will provide you with some elementary tools to aid your personal healing and growth. The second book is called The Identity Model, Understanding and Healing Mankind's Stress and Suffering. It also is available on Amazon, and this outlines the nature of the creation of the Hierophant that we discussed in many episodes of the Arcturian Chat, and provides you with the opportunity to become aware of your own identity and to begin to heal, first of all, the emotional baggage that you have accumulated over your lifetime, and then move on to the beliefs that you've incorporated into your hierophant to begin to surrender those as well. The third book I wanted to tell you about is called Edifying Children of a Lesser God. It is a little bit more complete than the first two books in that it gives you an overview of the nature of our experience of creation and deals more significantly with some of the topics that we discuss in chatting with the Arcturians. We have another book that will be released in 2024. It's called The Enigma of Consciousness, and we will be providing you with more information when it becomes available. Thank you for listening to the Arcturian Chat Podcast, and we will turn you over now to today's recording.